Coming up on this episode of Bro, Do You Even Talk Pinball, we've got five, that's right, five new pinball machines that have been revealed that we'll discuss. We're also going to talk uh, about Pin Brew, all that and more coming right up. Double Super Jackpot! And now, the Hall and Oates of Pinball Podcasting, Nick Lane and Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. Whoa, boom shakalaka. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the most jam-packed episode of Brody Even Pinball in history. Uh, I'm Kevin. That's Nick. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. Hope you guys got a huge cup of coffee, Red Bull cocaine i don't know because we've got a lot to talk about and you're going to want to stay awake for this uh so let's let's dive in so here here's the deal let's uh what do we got we got uh we've got john from pinbrew and yep. we're going to talk about pinbrew and, and and uh before we welcome john let me just say i'm really really excited i was telling john earlier that i've not been to a show since pre-pandemic this is in like three three and a half hours from buffalo kevin manny and i are both going uh, we, we're still trying to see if we can get Jay locked down to do an autograph session there. It's, it's kind of up in the air. Um, so maybe if you guys give him some encouragement, he'll come out and do that. But all right, John, John, what's going on? Good to have yeah, you on why, the show. Why don't, I, why don't I set it up with the official, like, ad, we'll, we'll do like the official ad and then we'll bring, uh, we'll bring John okay. in to, to talk, give us the details. All right. All right. So, all right. All right. Here's the, here's the, here's the pitch. Uh, Ohio Pinbrew Fest is the world's largest pinball and craft beer event Returning to Girard, Ohio, April 13th through the 15th. The family-friendly event will feature pinball machines and arcade games of all eras set to free play all three days, including the newest releases from Stern, Jersey Jack, Chicago Gaming, and more. Six breweries will be pouring craft beer, featuring a variety of styles throughout the event, with 12-ounce pours just $5 each. There's an IFPA main and women's tournaments that will be held at Pinbrew, along with free-to-enter juniors tournament. Limited VIP tickets are on sale now. The $100 VIP package includes an hour early, all three days, Thursday through Saturday, a Pinbrew t-shirt, Pinbrew poster, exclusive Pinbrew pint glass, which means all of your $5 pours will be 16 ounces, and an exclusive two-hour preview of the largest public pinball location, over 400 pinball machines, just two and a half miles from the show. VIP tickets are going fast. Buy your tickets, visit pinbrewfest.com. Once again, Pinbrew 3 coming April 15th to the 17th in Girard, Ohio. Tickets and more information at pinbrewfest.com. All right, I think we did it. John, yeah. welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Really excited to be here. How did Kevin do with his ad read? It sounded great. I just want to make sure that those dates are correct. It is Thursday through Saturday. Um, and I'm excited to have all three days of jam-packed pinball. That's awesome. So we got beer. We've got pinball. You guys are going to have all like the new games there, right? We're expecting to have all the new games, including Pulp Fiction. We're expecting to have it. I can't guarantee that, but every other game, obviously. Godfather, Foo Fighters, you're going to talk all about them, but what better time to have a show than when you have all these great new releases and opportunity to play all these games, again, in one place. So, yeah, it's a perfect time to come out to a show and excited and honored that this will be your first show post-pandemic. 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be running like some some vans out from Buffalo. We've had friends go previous years. They came back and said good things about it. So I'm guessing it only gets better every year. I'm excited for the tournaments. You you've got a number of tournaments going on, um, all three days, right? We do. And the main tournament, the IFPA tournament, is a group match play. It's kind of session play. There's seven or eight qualifying sessions where you'll play four games, Swiss pairings, uh, seven, seven, five, three, one scoring. So you're going to play a total of four games. Obviously, 28 would be the highest session you can have. And then you take your two best sessions. So if you do really well in two sessions, you'll qualify that way. But if you don't do well, you can always replay uh, later in the day. Uh, we do have an IFPA. It's going to be a women's knockout tournament and then a free-to-enter juniors tournament. So there's going to be tournament action for competitive players, but also a lot of casual play, obviously a lot of beer. There's a lot for everyone. We've got food trucks coming out as well. Awesome. And um, how many pinball machines are you expecting to be at the event? We're looking right around 100 machines. Again, we're still working on getting more in. We'd love to have people bring some pinball machines there. I'd love to have the Big Buck Hunter, the world-famous Big Buck Hunter in from Buffalo, but... I know. John, that thing is that thing that thing is like that's gonna Nailed be in a glass down. case yeah it's 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 got to be preserved for generations well the other nice thing is that if we're not getting your big buck hunter we will have this is kind of be an exclusive we're gonna have all of the ballarama pinball machines that have been made oh, in history are going to be at him so that's very sweet. exciting stuff so you're gonna have like a box of pop bumpers maybe <laughs> yes yes okay i can't Absolutely. wait I can't wait. Chance. That'd be a great place to have Jay, you know, doing that autograph session is next to all the ballerama. <laughs> I think that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> what uh, I had, a, I had someone ask me um, in regards to the tournament, mm-hmm. do they need to come out? Do they have to be there Thursday or can they come out Friday? And, and, okay. Yeah. What I would say, again, it's, you have the uh, more opportunities to qualify by being there all three days, but you can absolutely get there on Friday, play a couple sessions, gauge where you are in the standings, and then decide whether or not you want to play more sessions on Saturday morning or not, or how early you want to get there Friday. You got to put together two good sessions to qualify. It's typically top 16 will qualify. We'll expect about 50 to 60 tournament entries. So top 16, top 24, again, depending on how many people enter, but you absolutely do not have to be there Thursday, but there's an advantage, you know, more sessions. It doesn't hurt you you know, to play as many sessions as possible, but you absolutely do not have to be there on Thursday. Okay. I'm jumping around a little bit, but you mentioned, uh, you know, people can bring games there. If they wanted to bring a game, how does that work? Who, who How do they reach out to you? They can go to our uh, website, pinbrewfest.com and register a game. Um, that'll give them a, a pass for all three days. And there's more benefits, the more games you go to, but there's contact information and some of the benefits in bringing a game, but we'd love to have more games, but we are going to have a large, large selection of games that we'll be bringing, um, Rob Burke, who has one of the largest collections in the world, is going to be bringing games. Obviously, Keith Campanelli, a founder of Pinbrew, is going to have a lot of games. Marvin as well. You know, we've just got a lot of machines there, so that's the biggest draw- selling point. But the, what really makes Pinbrew different is that six different craft breweries, all of which who have pinball machines in their location, will be coming out with two different um, beers each, including one seltzer. So we're going to have 12 different styles of beer available to everyone, but still a family-friendly event. That's awesome. These are all Ohio breweries. Uh, yes, all Ohio breweries. They will right. be. All right. Yep. That's that sounds good to me. Uh, Kevin, you got any questions? Yeah, we had a question in chat related to bringing a game. Are sales allowed if you bring a game? They do, sales are allowed, but they must stay on the floor for a certain number of hours slash days. Again, all that information can be found on the website. But yes, you absolutely can bring a game that is for sale, but it must stay there through a certain day and time. Even yeah, so you can't scam your way into a free ticket by selling your game in the parking lot. So don't get any right. fancy ideas. Yeah. <laughs> These guys know your schemes. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also a great deal. Again, even a VIP ticket or the three day pass, we're looking at, you know, 60 or a hundred dollars for three great days of pinball. And then the pricing to me, craft beer for 12 ounce pour $5 at a show. I mean, that's, it's great deal all the way around and a lot of hours to play all these new games in one spot. So to me, that's the biggest selling point, especially if you're in the area, maybe you couldn't go to the Texas show. Here's the next best thing in my opinion. John, I just want to clarify something so you don't get in trouble with this. I know you said if you bring a game, you get you know free admittance and stuff. What if the game is teed off? Does that still count? <laughs> That's, there are some negotiating that can be done depending on that game, but we might allow it. I'm just trying the to. The nice thing is, we have all the best machines, so we were asking people to bring some, you know, some of the other machines. We'll call them. I don't want to get too much hate mail. <laughs> yeah, Gottlieb's are also accepted. All pinball machines. Uh, yes. All machines. I'm trying to protect the integrity of your show. I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. It's almost going to be a contest. Can I? Who can bring the you know least desirable game? And yeah, yeah. But, if somebody brings a Thunderbird, had, it's going right in the dumpster. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> last year we had a couple homebrew games, and I'd love to turn this into a homebrew show as well in the future. But the variety is just really there. Um, so there's something for everyone. You know, there are going to be EMs there. Like I said, from all eras, uh, there's definitely something for everyone to play. You know, we're not taking all the great games into the tournament. You know, there'll be great games for anybody to play casual, but the tournament also features, you know, well-maintained games. Just a very well-rounded show. Um, and anybody who's gone there, please tell your friends, you know, the quality of the show and how much fun you had. Uh, different food trucks every day. Really a lot going on there. Awesome. It looks like uh, on the website that you, uh, there's a hotel nearby. There's like a, I don't know if it's sold out yet, but there's like a deal for a block of rooms. So uh, you guys make it really easy to, uh, you know, plan logistically for this. Absolutely. And especially when you've got a craft beer show there, it's important to have the hotel right there, you know, next door or across the street. So we've made made those plans as well. Yeah. Um, but all that information, there are still hotel rooms with the discounted rate available on our website. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to get absolutely wasted. All right. So looking forward to it. John, any, <laughs> any, any closing thoughts? Uh, I'm, I'm excited again, excited to hear the rest of your podcast and talk about all of these great games that are coming because they're going to be at Pinbrew Fest. We're, I mean, we're going to have the Foo Fighters, Godfather, you know, look at a Scooby-Doo, look at the new P3 module will be there as well. Uh, the new American Pinball release is going to be there, and you're going to talk all about it coming up. But it's a great time to come out to a show. We're going to have a lot of new games, and it'll be awesome and to see, yeah, Nick and Kevin at the show for the first time in years. So come there and greet them at Pinbrew. There you go. You said, and last thought, you said all, all the great games. Um, will Scooby-Doo also be there? We're expecting, or are you trying to trap me into saying, <laughs> you're trying to lock me we, into saying. You should probably end on that good. high note. We, we did I good. I know what you're doing, Nick, and I don't like it. No, I see it. Uh, we will have a lot of the games there, you know, Cactus Canyon. We've had, we had Funhouse 2.0. I'm trying to go through all these weird games. Um, we also have a Best in Show award last year, Cubert's Quest. If you ever haven't played that, really cool game to play at shows. So there's a lot of really cool show games where it might not be the best game in the world, or I'm not going to buy that game, but ooh, that game's here, I want to play that. Here's my chance to play Hubert's Quest or, you know, these games you just don't see anywhere but a show. It would be fun if somebody brought a Big Buck Hunter Reloaded Arcade and I'll have a, I'll have a showdown with them. would love to do that. So somebody bring that, please. That'd be great. That'd All right. Be great. John, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, man. We're just a little over a month away for that. So can't wait. Yep. VIP tickets uh, are on sale through the end of March as long as supplies last. So highly recommend pinbrewfest.com. Thank you. All right. Let's, uh, Kevin, let's go. Let's dive into this. All right. Uh, let's thank the rest of before. Let's thank the rest of our partners. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Do the honors. Got, yeah. So we got our premier partner, Penn Stadium, Penn Stadium lighting kit controlled by iOS 
Android app. Light up your pinball machines. You can see it from space when you put those bad boys on there. So many games are coming out that are, are just dark these days, which is ironic considering that they have more LEDs than ever before. Uh, but Pinsidium solves it. I think uh, Godzilla in particular is a dark game. It's, it's kind of surprising. It's got great art and everything, but you can hardly see it. You can use coupon code BUFFALO to save 10%, and they've got the new uh, Pinsidio Neo Adams. Check them out. Lower profile, slimmer fit. Looks great. All right. Quick shout-out to all of our other partners, Comet Pinball, for your LED needs. Flipping out pinball. If you're going to buy a pinball machine, whether it's any of these new ones we're talking about, I, I can't stress enough the, the best customer service in the industry that's flipping out pinball. They do fantastic work. Uh, pinball edu go to pinballraffle.org for a chance to win a pinball machine every month and uh, support charity titan pinball for silicone rings uh pinballs which are the actual balls not the machines so another stop on that uh <laughs> uh the toolkit I, I bought some of their um nut drivers magnetic nut drivers those are great uh such a great one-stop shop that's titan pinball multimorphic.com we got some multimorphic news coming up uh, kevin probably will talk about uh, oh, yeah. Check that out. They got a new game. And uh, Pinside.com. Pinside.com. Uh, what can I say? It's 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 hopping these days with all the new releases. So much fighting going on there. It's it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I don't even know how people have this kind of time. I, I swear to God, I'm going to like, I want to make like a chat GPT uh, quintessential Pinsider. And just like that, I'm just going to send that bot in there just to start more shit and just respond back and forth. <laughs> so a levy conversations bot, with themselves. Yeah, a levy bot. <laughs> all right. Just feed feed them all Levy's posts and then have levy bot. And then levy yeah, can go, go on vacation or something. And, and then like the bot can just do the work for him. God bless you, it. Levy. I love it. All right. He doesn't listen to this podcast, though, but he talks about baby games. All right. Jersey Jack Pinball. JerseyJackPinball.com. Makers of the most beautiful pinball machines on the planet. Let's go. Let's go, Kev. All right. What, we I so I was gonna I was trying to figure out we have five pinball machines to talk about and I couldn't figure out who to kick it off with but I got some exclusive Galactic Tank Force uh, info and and photos coming for you so let's kick it off with Galactic Tank Force this is the latest pinball machine from American Pinball they have been teasing the literal hell out of this uh, they, this is their third teaser video. Um, presumably their last and um it's a new game designed by dennis nordman and they dropped this one yesterday and it is like uh so nick describe it for the listeners who haven't seen what this looks like what are we looking at i'm still trying to figure that out kevin uh <laughs> okay so if you haven't seen this and you're listening to this on the audio um wow Wow, how does one describe what we're looking at? I guess it is a pinball machine, but it looks like a toy tank that they've put like tank wheels on the side of it between the legs and they've got the head down, they've got a little turret. It's really puzzling. Okay, like I I, I just I, I I struggle to understand why they're doing this. I like clearly there's gonna be some percentage of people that love this and want this, okay? But I think it's such a small I think it's a lot of effort for such a small group of people that they're going to appease with this that it is is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, so to to clarify if you're listening, it's a pinball machine. It has plywood quote unquote tank treads uh, attached to the sides uh that have a, a ring of LED strips around the edge of the 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 um the tank tread. 
think of think of like a raw thrills arcade game like your big buck hunter has got that on there um and then the head is folded down and it's got a little flap that covers the rest of the glass and on the back of the back box there's a turret with a pop bumper at the end that lights up so So we've talked we've talked before about like when pinball companies do things or create things that nobody asked for well here we go no one's asked this is the this is the epitome of there is no adult in the room to say no to this Yo, hundred percent. This is like there's a group of people in the room. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's not one dissenting voice and saying, hey, hey, do people? Is this worth our time? Is it worth the build of materials? Is it worth the money? Like, how many people are going to be happy? How much is this going to move the needle on sales? Um, we need to get to like all the weird teasers that they've been putting out for this. There's a lot. There's yeah, a think lot of, going think on of like month. all the Holy research shit. and development and like machining and everything that the extra art they had to make for this this back box back thing and how many of these are they going to sell like 10 what's what's your charitable interpretation best case that this is for and where this wins what's what what would you say kevin this is for like the deadman's normans of the world like there's like this this core little group of people who love this retro futurism which i think retro futurism is really cool but they're in that age group where they grew up with toys like this and things like that and they have expendable income and there's gonna they're gonna sell maybe of the, the so from my understanding this is gonna be like a, a super le sort of model that comes like this, and the, they're gonna sell like maybe a dozen of these, you know, D- depending on the pricing of course. But you got to think this is yeah. gonna be like sixteen thousand dollars or something like that at a minimum, right? And like, what's the point if it only if you only see that when it's folded down? Like, what what is the point? I don't I don't get what the point is. I wish I was a fly on the wall for these discussions because it's not just the uh, build of materials and the lack of sales. It's, it's, as you said, Kevin, it's the amount of time that went into producing this, finding contractors, somebody to, to do this, to get the art, to design it. It's just so fucking unnecessary. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it is rare, but to, to Sergeant C's point in chat, it's, he says, the point is that it's rare and you'll know what you have when you sell it. Uh, sure, but also, you know, <laughs> the uh, Bond 60th is also rare, and those are the prices just dropping through the floor on those. So, if it's rare and nobody wants it, it's still worthless, right? <laughs> like, if if this is some weird like thing in your game room, you have to make special room for because it doesn't fit against the wall right, or you want to fold it down and be able to look at it, and you know, so it's it's going to take up a, a special space in your game room. You know, I I I think this is a very limited market for an unlicensed theme. Uh, for this sort of uh, machine that only a few people are going to want. Yeah. You um, know, this, time this... has proven it over and over that unlicensed themes, like everybody says they want them, but nobody buys them. Like very few people buy them. You know, we, you know, th- look over the past 10 years of, of all the people say, oh, it's finally unlicensed themes. Unlicensed themes have been coming out. Just people don't pay any attention to them. This is what happens when you have the creatives running company. Right. And not like a, a business person or marketing person who's just like, you know, that that's cool and all, but does this really makes sense, especially yeah, in the market absolutely. and what our competitors are doing. I mean, we're going to get our ass handed to us with uh, Foo Fighters and Godfather and Scooby-Doo and then uh, Pulp Fiction. Like, this is not the answer to that. This is going to make some there's some people who absolutely love this. And, and that's fine. I'm glad those people got something. But I'm just talking from a business competitive perspective it's a it's a bizarre move that i I really struggle to uh see how this works 
Yeah, and and the, you know, to the timing of it all. So we've had Foo Fighters got it. Well, Scooby Doo, then Foo Fighters, then Godfather. Well, then uh, Final Resistance, then Godfather, and now finally, uh, well, and we've got a teaser for Pulp Fiction coming up, and it's like. The, why is everybody rushing to put all these machines out right now? You're just getting buried. Everybody's either already spent their money on other uh, pre-orders or machines. Why not just, you know, put the, I mean, I guess like if you've got everything uh, geared up, you just have to go. But it just seems like a bad marketing decision to to put all, there's only so much money in the market right now for pinball machines. Why would you try to launch when everybody else is? Well, let's talk about the marketing for this. And the, there's been no less than three teaser trailers for this game. Each are head-scratching to begin with. The amount of time and that was put into it. The first teaser trailer like announced the game. And they're like featuring. And they list a bunch of names of people. I have no idea who they are. Like Again, 95% of the people out there, even in the, in the nerd world that we live in, probably don't know who these people are. So that was weird. Um, then what was teaser trailer too, Kevin? It was that weird here, guy with the helmet. Let's show, let's show the, uh, the names here. <laughs> this is, this is my oh, favorite. Yeah. Uh, so American pinball. It. Uh, yeah, here we go. Fun for the entire family featuring literally a humongous. Wait, this is my favorite. Like featuring literally a humongous amount of assets. That's your selling point. That's like the thing you put on your marketing materials. Like it's weird. we have assets. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means. Right. What does that mean? And for an unlicensed theme is like, who cares? Like you're making all this up. It's not like saying I've it's, it's the Godfather and we have the whole, we're going to put the whole movie in there. Right. Like you're making all this up. So we don't know what a huge do you think amount joking? of assets do you think are. It's like, do you think it's a joke? You're creating? No, I think they're serious. I think they're legit. I think, I think so too. I was trying to be, uh, I was trying to play the devil's advocate. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not going to work. We, we know, we know who's running the company over here. All right. Continuing on. Starring Carrie Hoskins. Who? I I this is the one person I actually knew because uh I'm a like I was way into Mortal Kombat growing up, and this is the the person who played uh Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat. Again, who? Moving on. It, Next. Right. Okay. All right, ready? <laughs> and Jeff Hoover. Who? Everybody knows Jeff Hoover. It's not a, I think there's a goddamn uh, owl in my house because uh, all I say is say who. <laughs> and with Mitchell Pollitt. Oh shit, they got Mitchell Pollitt? <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. I have no idea who the <laughs> fuck that is. <laughs> and introducing Clementine Morphet. Okay, uh -huh. well, I, we're introducing them, so we're not supposed to know who that is, I guess. Uh -huh. Yeah, fair and, enough. And uh, who else we got? Coming soon, a silhouettes of of characters. Okay, great. So that who's, was who's not one. hyped, chat. Who's not hyped by this? <laughs> I'm hyped. Let's put this in context. So this released maybe two weeks ago. This was when uh, you know Scooby Doo is in is in full swing. I think Foo Fighters was announced around or about then. And then this comes out. So they obviously had to spend money on this. They 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 scripted it. They wrote it. Blah blah blah. And then it's it's just hard not to just be like, "Are you kidding me?" I I, I struggle yeah, well, to understand the impact that they think that that's going to make. So here, here's right. teaser number two. Uh, you've got like a, a tank pilot guy with an ice cream air freshener hanging around, and it's just like. Wobbling back and forth, and you, hear, you can hear some of the. 
dramatic in Tenzon. It may have scored it, which, you know, TJP doesn't have scored it. So we'll talk more about that. That's All right, so uh, again, teaser two, like, just more of you, a head you, scratcher. Like, I'm not getting any more hyped. I'm more confused. Yeah, you're, you're seeing, like, one frame of animation just moved around. Yeah. So you got to see a little bit of the art, I guess. And then and then you got to see the, the, the tank folded down. But I've got pictures of the game. You want to see the game? I, I want to see the game. You told me that it looks good. All right, it does actually look pretty cool. So here we go. So these made their way to me this morning. It so looks like it's on. It looks like it's on a wheelchair. <laughs> it does. It does. So <laughs> it's a pinball uh, wheelchair. <laughs> it's, it's one of the coolest so wheelchairs I've ever seen, though. I mean, if I had to go into uh, a wheelchair, I'd want it to look kind of like that, to be honest. Yeah. So this is um, the this is like the the super premium collector's edition with the tank treads and everything. It's got lights on the sides. Uh, where you can see like pin stadium esque lighting. Uh, there are I do have a couple more photos here. This is like a full cabinet uh, picture. Uh, did, but here, here's like the play field. Using a, a more traditional cabinet head. Am yeah, I, am for I, sure. Not mistaken. It looks good. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, and it's got a screen, a la uh, like a stern. It's kind of placed like the stern, the LCD screen, uh, with some cool art around the around the screen on top of the speakers. Uh, this is actually, here's a closer up version. Look at the play field. So yeah. what we're looking at is, so it's, it's got a lot of wireforms. It reminds me of like, uh, whitewater ish with the, the big flowy Dennis Norman ramps, but they're, they're wireforms instead of plastic ramps. Um, it looks like there might be, it's kind of hard to tell in this photo cause there's, um, uh, it's, it's like in attract mode. So it's, there's a lot of like purple light on it at this moment, but there's a spaceship in the middle with a target bank in front of it. Uh, it's like a cluster of pop humbers behind that. You got a, a large ramp to the, the left of center uh, that looks like it loops around and it can go a couple different ways. It's, again, it's, it's kind of hard to tell um, exactly what's going on. Um, there's a, a, a orbit with a spinner on the left that feeds back to lanes at the top, it looks like. Um, uh, there might be like a vertical up kicker maybe on the right where it kicks it into that wire form because it kind of goes up and over. So I would guess that's what's what's going on. Uh, but the concept is it's it's like a very campy kind of Dr. Dude party zone, party monsters kind of game with smooth. It, it shoots very smooth, allegedly, uh, with clean art, art that's bright. But the, again, these pictures are during attract mode. So you're um, uh, you're you're seeing like the um, sorry, I, I jumped away from the, the photos. Where'd um, you get that information? Uh, from, you're seeing Kevin? like the the um, the the crazy like rainbow colors during attract mode. Um Looks like there might be like a, a gun in the back left. Again, it's hard to tell. Um, but uh, your bad the concept is you're battling bad tank guys that get progressively harder uh, throughout the, the the game. And then, yeah, so there there you go. That's your first look at, at some play field pictures of Galactic Tank Force. Uh, Nick, what do you think? Uh, it's really hard to say much for this. You know, really yeah. see it from the with the lighting. I think the the tank wheelchair thing looks really weird. Um, the play field from what I can tell, I don't really like like a bank of things right in the middle. Um, like, like that. I, I don't mean, I, look, it's Dennis Norman. I mean, Dennis Norman knows how to make a good shooting game. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. That's like the, the one thing that it's like, oh, okay, maybe this, maybe this can shoot great and, and be fun. Um, I don't know. It looks like kind of, uh, the, from what I can make out of the play field, it doesn't look like it's anything super interesting to me. 
Um, this is not something I'm 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 in the market for a game. I will buy a game this year, most likely. Uh, but I'm not even remotely tempted for this game. So, and again, maybe the thing is like, well, Nick, you're not the, the target market for it. But then, if I'm not the target market, somebody who's obsessed with pinball, and and um, I don't live and die by themes, then who is, right? Look at this. I what I just noticed was uh, look at this outlay. The the um, underneath the flipper area, there's like two posts and like two switches it kind of reminds me of uh wheel of fortune a little bit that was another nordman game yeah it's, it doesn't have that configuration but under underneath the flippers there's switches which I've, i don't think i've ever seen that before and i don't know if that's an up post in the middle between the flippers i don't know i'm i'm pretty intrigued by this game like i could see you selling something and grabbing one of these the the thing that I hope is the do. huge question mark is is the rules right like we don't know who's coding this is the game going to be fun? Is the sound going to be good? Because there's like crazy dubstep in those videos. Like, is the the, the animations on uh, Legends of Valhalla were terrible? Are they going to be good on this? So there's a lot of a uh, lot of question marks still. But I like the art. I like the concept. I like the style. Um, I like Dennis Norman games. So this, you know, a, who knows what it's going to be priced either? So um, there's a lot, still a lot of question marks. But I am I'm intrigued. It is. This is the first. Uh, American pinball game that I'm like okay maybe uh, Valhalla was I was also interested in until I played it and then I'm like no so I'm gonna have to play this game and uh, we'll see we'll see if it checks all the all the marks to grab one awesome listen all right so with all that said with all my naysaying and doubting which I, I'm, I'm still on that train I hope I hope I'm proven wrong right I'm hoping this game crushes it and is the most amazing thing ever and uh, yeah it's a, it's a huge win for American pinball that's 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 my hope I, again, I think that they're making a huge mistake not doing licensed themes, uh, and it's to their detriment. No matter how good the game is, people buy games by license, and and I don't know how you compete with Foo Fighters and Godfather and Spooky because that's what's going to draw people in. It, it's definitely themes and license more than anything these days, and and especially where we are with collectors. Uh, but I hope it, I hope it is a fun game because I do want to see more pinball, more pinball companies. So. Yeah, it's like it's always hard to tell from these uh, leaked photos, but and you know what I what I've seen looks cool, and we'll see more soon. I think I think they're saying like Saturday next Saturday for all the uh, the full reveal. So I guess we'll, we'll find out soon enough, and we'll, we'll see more. I imagine you're going to be able to play this at, at TPF and and uh, at Pinbury. So looking forward Sweet. to uh, getting my hands on it. All right, so that is Galactic Tank Force. All right, that's only one of uh, four. Four more pinball machines we have to talk about, so let's keep it moving. Let's. Uh, I I kind of did them in reverse chronological chronological order. So we're gonna move to the second most recent one that was uh, was announced was Pulp Fiction. Uh, so this is interesting for a number of reasons. The theme is really cool. Again, uh, theme <laughs> is, is something that, that grabs you right away. You're like, oh, I love this movie. Got to see what's going on with uh, with Pulp Fiction. So uh, the other thing that's cool is that. Um, this is play mechanics getting into pinball. So this is play mechanics of like big buck hunter, you know, all the raw thr raw thrills games. They're kind of like interconnected companies from, from my understanding. So, uh, traditional like arcade manufacturer making the jump, getting into pinball with this, uh, Pulp Fiction theme. Um, so play mechanics and Chicago gaming company. So it sounds like Chicago gaming was probably going to build them. Maybe play mechanics development it. Chicago gaming is building it. I'm speculating there, but, um, uh, this is going to be a Mark Ritchie design. So Mark Ritchie, uh, you know, Steve Ritchie's brother designed a number of pinball machines over the years, including most recently, I guess, would be uh, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, Williams Indiana Jones, which is a pretty highly regarded layout. 
Um, he also did Kingpin for Capcom, which didn't get released. Um, and a number of other games like Firepower 2. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't have his full list. That in front, oh, Fishtails is another one he's well known for. Um, so, so some good, some good um, designs under his belt. And, um, yeah, so the coming soon, uh, the, the teaser is just like, you know, not, not much to the teaser. This is a very, just basically announcing the title. Uh, Mark Ritchie design, Pulp Fiction, play coming soon, play may play mechanics, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah. Uh, what do you think about Pulp Fiction? I do have, we have the one like crappy leaked photo of that. So I can, I can show that while you talk about it. Yeah. I hope that's not the real game because it doesn't look good from the leaked photo. It's just, uh, is this supposed to be just like a single level game, like a kind of a more basic game, like a street level game, if you will, or is it actually have ramps and everything else? I don't see any return ramps by the flippers. Yeah. That's been the, the speculation is that it would be a, be a single level layout for like $10,000. Yeah. If that's a leaked photo, I mean, it looks pretty terrible the art and everything on it to be honest um it's really hard to make it out though i mean it's really hard to judge it without seeing it in person that's why this is a, it's a dangerous game let alone even just looking at professional photos let alone looking at leaked ones yeah it, it uh does, it, looks, it reminds looks me of lethal weapon the, the the art you know it's got the, the big gun the pistol in the middle and there's a, a scoop on the far left looks like there's a royale with cheese sculpt over the scoop uh kind of an orbit on the left another lane i I mean this is if if you're listening this is like a, a three dpi photo it's terrible there's some pop bumpers in the back it, it, you know it's a, orange and blues and and reds are the the like overall theme you got samuel l and uh, uh mr mr uh what's his name on the right <laughs> mr dianetics <laughs> on the on the slingshots um uh john travolta and yeah that's about all you can make out uh, but yeah, I, when so I first saw more to, it, more to like, come I, on that. I, when I first saw it, and I have not played this game in a really long time. Just like the the color scheme, it looked like mouse and the art it looked like mousing around, which is not a compliment. No, like the, you're right, it does because I I saw that on uh, that tournament stream yesterday. Yeah, it absolutely dude, it, does. It, it's crazy, and I, I like so I said that, and I've not seen mousing around for a long time. I just pulled up the image as you were talking. I'm like, holy shit! I, I was I I was on it. Like it does look like mousing around color and vibe it's really weird it's not a good color scheme mousing yeah. is beautiful f you says uh new ovad <laughs> it's I mean, all it's, kinds it's my great, friend it's a great look for mousing around it's not a great look for a uh a, a pulp fiction game yeah i don't like yeah that's the last way that i thought this game was gonna look um we'll see yeah but yeah so that's all we got on, on Pulp Fiction. Theme is cool. A lot left to, to be determined. So um, <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's Pulp. We can move on from that. All right. Next. Uh, JJP's Godfather revealed. Um, so they... What's what's there to say about uh, Godfather? So there, there's two editions, limited. And uh, the collector's edition, just like with Toy Story. Um Pricing is twelve thousand for the LE, fifteen K for the CE, just like with uh Toy Story as well. Uh this is a new design from Eric Minier. He's previously designed uh Pirates of the Caribbean and Guns N' Roses. And once again, he's partnered up with uh Kiefer as the the main coder. The uh 
cabinet art. Hang on, we got the full. Let me give full credit to the team here. Uh, cabinet art is by Franchi. I know they got the list of of who's who in here somewhere. All right, never mind. I can't find it. All right, we we love you all. JP to win on on the uh, animations and Jesper team. something. Jesper something yeah. did like most of the play Jesper, art. Yeah, the, it was, the play it was kind art. of everybody kind of worked on it to an extent. Yeah, there there was a team on the on the playfield, yeah. and 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 the art package all together. JP Duane even did some of the the playfield too. So, uh, good collaborative effort. Um, this is the Godfather fiftieth uh, anniversary edition. Um, the the animations kind of remind me the the back glass style reminds me of Waz a little bit with the different uh, quadrants up in the back. Um, yeah, uh, no David Thiel on sound. We've got um, the same company that did Toy Story four. I forget what their name was, but um, yeah. So to be determined on the sound. I listened. I watched like a little bit of Carl's stream. I've got one coming, and it should land on Wednesday, so I didn't want to spoil it. But I liked what I saw of the layout, um, the the animations and lighting and everything looks really cool. I like the uh, I like the 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 sculpts and the toys on the on the game with the uh, the the machine gun dude in the back, and you got the Godfather on on the left orbit kind of thing. It's got an upper flipper on the upper left that shoots across. Looks like a really fast flowing layout. Um, uh, single pop bumper in the lower right, which has kind of drawn some some uh, comparisons to Godzilla. Uh, but again, this is apparently just a, a coincidence because this was in development before Godzilla was even seen. So it's just like, it's like with GNR how you had uh, Avengers or Affinity Quest and GNR both come out with the spinning thing, and then uh, he, um, Keith brought it back for a Bond 60th as well. So um, what do you think about uh, your first impressions of a Godfather? I got a lot of thoughts. Are you ready for them? Ready for a hot take? I'm ready for a hot take. All right. So here's the deal. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna buy either Godfather or Foo Fighters in the next few months. I I believe. Unless something crazy happens in my life. But and I'm really I gotta wait till I pay taxes and see what I have and, and I really can't it's hard for me to get a machine um until my garage becomes available, so I gotta wait till May and I can move my car out. But you know, guys, you guys don't need to know the backstory. Here's the deal. I watched both Foo Fighters stream and I watched Godfather. When I, I, I love music pins. All right. Like, and, and like Foo Fighters is like, okay, I'm not like a Foo Fighter fan, but I'd be like happy to have a Foo Fighter game. I saw the stream and I didn't get super excited for Foo Fighters, but I'm like, that looks good. And we'll talk about that. Then I watched yesterday morning. I, I was like, I'm going to take a look at Carl's stream of Godfather. Now, prior to that, I saw the, the, the pictures of him like, it looks okay. After I, I watched Carl stream for like an hour straight and that's, I, I probably watched Foo Fighters for 10 minutes and then just moved on. And I got excited for Godfather to the point where I'm like, um, I might cancel my order for Foo Fighters and get Godfather, which will be my first JJP game since uh, Pirates in 2018. Well, uh, all right. So here's my assessment of that. Uh, first of all, I, I I like the art on this. I mean, this this whole the whole package of this game looks fantastic. I really really prefer this art style to Foo Fighters. And again, I won't get too much into Foo Fighters now, but I think the game is very visually appealing. I don't buy games because of art, but certainly um, it's it's worth talking about. I think the just the presentation and as always with JTP games looks phenomenal. I was just really engaged and glued to uh, JP to wins. Uh, LCD, maybe this is one of his his best on there potentially. 
Uh, so that all looks good. Uh, the layout looks solid. I heard that there's a lot of like diverters. So what I was reading about it, um, people who have played it, I guess the ball, when you shoot it, the, you don't always know where it's going to come out of because there's so many diverters in it. Uh, people were also saying that the game looks kind of empty. I mean, it's kind of really scaled down. There's really kind of no toy to speak of. I know there's the gangster thing that moves back and forth. So some people were complaining about that, um, considering that JJP games kind of used to really be packed with stuff. That doesn't really throw me off too much. Um, it, it gives me some pirates vibes and layout in some ways too. I, I didn't. I never. I think I see pirates in here a little bit. I see some pirate shots going on. Um, lighting look good. The um, the the here's the good and bad. The rules like I like Kiefer's rule sets where there's multiple ways to approach it, and like you know, especially in the home, you can you play the game in different ways, which I, I like that. What scared the hell out of me is the first game that I saw Carl played. He was in like two multi balls within like twenty seconds, and Martha was watching with me. She's like, "Oh no!" When she saw that, she was like, "I'm out." And uh, yeah, I, I I see this discussion going on, and and everyone kind of says like, "I don't understand why Kiefer goes so heavy on the multi balls because it doesn't seem to be generally light." And that's the thing that gives me pause. Like, I, I, I don't know if you saw that part of Carl's stream, Kevin. Like, it was literally like a plunge, start multi-ball, and then, like, he hit two shots and stacked another multi-ball in it. And that just seemed really weird to me. Now, granted, Carl's good, but, like, if you can do that at the start of a game, to me, multi-ball is something to be earned, and it's a reward, right? You get that you get that dopamine hit because you pulled something off and you reward for multi-ball. But when you're throwing multi-balls so often, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of takes it away from me. Now I don't mind having another game where it's multi-ball heavy. Pirates is kind of multi-ball heavy. I, I, I love pirates. So that gives me pause, but listen, overall, I didn't even talk about the sound. Yeah. The sound's not, I miss David Thiel. Let me just say that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I didn't think the sound was terrible. Right, but I shouldn't even be entertaining the thought that the sound is terrible. Like, there's that somebody referred to it as like a twinkle toe sound or something. It's like that a uh, Wizard of Oz, like -lee -lee. you know, like does it does that like -lee -lee a lot. I, I don't understand. I don't understand that. I don't understand that sound effect that they keep on using. I think other people will describe that as um, like casino, like a, a slot machine sound, and yeah, it does. It does have that. Unfortunately, um, the game is kind of. I'm not a Godfather fan, so I, I, I shouldn't say this. I've never seen the movie, right? So I'm like, I come to this neutral, which is probably for the best. Um, the voiceover and callouts are kind of cartoonish, over the top sounding, but also, I mean, Sopranos does that around. Sopranos, the the game is kind of cartoonish take on the show, so it seems in line with that. Um, yeah, man. Oh, I miss David Thiel. I I worry about the multi ball heavy. I worry about that, you know, uh, I've got a Pirates that the code's not finished and there was code balancing issues still unfinished in, in um, uh, what is it, Guns N' Roses. And yet, I was just hooked watching this game in a way that I can't totally explain it, even with those um, concerns. So I'm, I'm heavily leaning towards this game. I can't wait to play yours, Kevin. Uh, that will help me decide. I mean, I, I can't pull the trigger today anyway, so it's probably for the best. But that uh, that surprised me. Watching that surprised me, and I'm I'm way more drawn towards that game now than Foo Fighters. Yeah, like it like like this area of the game is just so interesting to me. There's like that like so first uh for for like the this multi ball off the plunge, I think that's like a super secret skill shot kind of thing. So I don't think that's something you're gonna get 
very frequently, at least the non-Carls of us. Um, it's kind of kind of cool that it's there, but yeah, it might be thing. You know, might make things a little create multi-ball crazy if it's easy to get. I doubt it. Um, but yeah, like this this area that like what's going on here? Like there's this a pop, the single pop bumper has got three uh, stand-up targets next to it, and then there's like a, a sh target behind it um that looks like you can hit it off of the pop bumper which is pretty cool and then there's a, a shot to the left of it i don't know it just looks like a real interesting layout um and it's not if there's a like you said there's a lot further back shots which i think makes this for makes for a, a very uh fast playing game um that that return to the right ramp uh to the the right ramp return and then it kicks up to that little target for for a, a, a score multiplier Man, it, and I like that it's got the first two uh, Eric Minier games have really steep ramps, and it doesn't like seem like it has that. This seems like it has like faster, more flowier ramps. People have, you know, there was a comment in the chat earlier, I think, from Arcade Hunters who said the flippers feel great, they're snappy. Um, I did feel like the the flippers were improved on Toy Story. I didn't think it was like some drastic improvement, but they did feel a little, little snappier on Toy Story, and maybe they're even a, a little better on this um yeah I'm, i saw that a lot i'm pretty too, stoked man like is... i i was not like 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 godfather was again i was like you like i didn't know much about godfather but i started watching him a month or two ago because you know the, this was the heavily rumored title that this was going to be so i was like all right let me let me uh learn about the godfather and they are cool movies and i i did question you know i was kind of with with some of these other folks who were like how is that going to be a good theme for pinball but the i think they took a good approach and you know, I thought about it, like they've made video games out of the Godfather. So I'm like, there's got to be a great way to, to present this in pinball. And they're, you're like, you're building your, you're working your way through the mafia, right? You're <clears throat> kind of like on, uh, on Sopranos too. You're working your way up the levels. You're building your family, battling with other uh, families and things like that. So I think it's really, really well done. It's, it's a great take on it. It's kind of, kind of reminded me of Pirates in that it's, it's not like, you're not like playing the movie. You're like in this world. And it's like a, a theme built or a game built around that theme, but not necessarily like shot for shot going through the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, another thing is uh, a concern of the game was the ball going straight down the middle on one of the shots. It, Carl raised that concern. Other people have raised that concern. I don't, I don't know what's going on with, with that issue. Um, it'd be interesting, but I, you know, I, I, I pinged Carl yesterday. I was like, awesome string stream. I think uh, you might've taken money from Foo Fighters, moved it over to Godfather. And he's like, game's great he enjoyed it he's he's getting both which is you know that's uh if you could do it that's probably the way to go right like you don't have to agonize over this stuff yeah exactly <laughs> if you can do it just just by it's the nick lane approach just buy both <laughs> i'm excited with the stronger flippers though everyone's everyone's been saying that who's played it they said it's even stronger over um flippers felt great the game seemed really fast it doesn't seem like a baby game um strong i think strong flippers like i, I that's what i love about Stearns is like the strength of the flippers and and um, Jersey Jacks never felt like that. It didn't mean that I couldn't enjoy the game, but I I love that it sounds like they've addressed that. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, different manufacturers have always had different flipper feel, and this is no different. But yeah, I th you think if you listen to your customers and that's what they want, you know, and you're able to to execute on it, that's always a good thing, right? Yeah. What's uh What's the deal? Are we gonna stream it on Wednesday? You don't know yet. Uh no, because well, first there's no guarantees that the shipping company is actually going to get it to me on Wednesday. Mm, and also yeah, I have true. to tear down my whole streaming rig and get it all packed up because I leave for Texas on Thursday. So it's a Thursday morning. 
So not gonna happen. It'll it'll be once I get back from Texas. So probably the okay. next week sometime. All right. So. All right. I can't. I I'm I'm so I'm almost irrationally excited for this game. It's really it's nice to feel excited for a game, and I I, I don't truly understand it, but um, you know, JJP games can really be magical when they when they come together and they, and they work right. So that yeah, works looks, right. this looks like a great one. I can't wait to can't wait to play it. So. All right, uh, that is the Godfather. Um, did we did we say pricing? Pricing is twelve k le, fifteen k ce, five hundred five thousand le's and a thousand ce's. Oh, the other thing on this game, <laughs> well, in JJP in general, but I, I threw it in here. Uh, this just got announced yesterday. Is that yesterday? Yeah, that's yesterday, March eleventh. Uh, they basically no more Scorbit in your Jersey Jag pinball machines. Um, so Scorbit put up this big FAQ about what's happening. Um, I guess on the the stream Friday that they did uh, on flipping out, they uh, I, one of the one of the guys on the ch- on the stream mentioned that that Scorbit was not in the game anymore, and that they were going to be dropping Scorbit altogether uh, company wide. Um, you know, and there's there's a big Q and A here that you know, it kind of spells everything out in public. Um, that I'll leave that to you for you to read it. It's at Scorbit.io. I'm not going to read it all because there's a lot to it, but um, yeah, I I don't see this as a huge loss, honestly. Like, I mean, we've talked about Scorbit before, and we've we've said like, I don't I don't really see it. Like Scorbit, I like the the concept of having all the connected pinball machines on one platform, but I've never liked the interface on Scorbit. I never felt like the the achievements were like thoughtfully executed is just like do this one thing a thousand times like okay great like like if you're gonna do achievements like make it something interesting or different for me to accomplish do this one thing in this weird way uh to score this certain thing you know that oh let me go try that right um the 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 ui was never good it it um i don't know it's just just kind of a mess all around so i'm not surprised that the JJP said, screw it. Um, are they going to be rolling their own? Maybe. Or maybe they just decided, you know, their their time and effort was best spent doing something else and connected. They weren't seeing enough of a return on the investment with with um, connected pinball, particularly with Scorbit. So um, we'll see. We'll see. What do you think about the loss of Scorbit? I know you're going to be mourning it. Who cares? <laughs> I I mean... I didn't like Scorbit. It's it's. I mean, Stern came in and did a better job, which is like, really, Stern was able to to one up you on that. I don't know. I'm not gonna miss it. I would never. I would never use it in a JJP game where I actually love and I always log in with uh, Stern Insider connected. So, yeah, I don't. I don't really <clears throat> log into either one. So it's if if both of them went away, it wouldn't be uh it wouldn't be any detriment to my enjoyment of pinball. I'd still enjoy pinball completely uh, equally without any connectivity as it, as it stands today. All right. So rip, rip Scorbit. You, you think Scor- Scorbit can survive this? You think, you think this is the death knell for Scorbit? doesn't really matter. You know, I don't, I mean, yeah, I think, I think Stern's crushing it with their thing. You probably would use it too, Kevin. If there was a, a like a monthly tournament, you'd probably would log in and, and try to get a score, right? Uh, on Stern's inside. Maybe, <laughs> maybe half the time. Okay. I just even forget to do, to log in when I play Godzilla. I was like, oh, I should have yeah. should have done Scorbit or should have done uh, Insider Connected. I did finally get the it would. They need an app. I did finally get the uh, the pass to load in my wallet, so that helps. 
And then I was like, oh yeah, you can get your like wallet stuff on your 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 Apple Watch. So I was like, oh cool, maybe I could just pull up my my insider connected thing on my watch. But it's like this this dinky little thing. Oh, you can't even see it. It's like it doesn't even display right. I was like, Stern, you were so close. It would have been so cool to just if you're listening, somebody from Stern, fix the fix the thing so you can show it on your Apple Watch. So I could just double tap and scan it. It'd be so easy. You know, make it easy for people to do this. All right. Um, that's it for JJP and Godfather. The next one in reverse chronological order was Final Resistance from Multimorphic. This is the new game from, uh, the latest design by Scott Denisi is, uh, developed by an entire team there, but Scott was the lead. Um, he's the creative director. Uh, Scott composed and created the music and sounds. Bowen Karens created the rule set. TJ Weaver was the mechanical engineer. Rory Cernuda designed the video graphics and animation. Jonathan Bergeron, a.k.a. Johnny Crap, uh, who everybody in pinball best knows for his work on Jurassic Park uh, from Stern. He was the artwork designer, and Michael Ocean did the software. So uh, pretty strong team here, for, and I, I love the look of this game. Uh, I think the art is even better than Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was always cool, but I, I like the style. I think the execution here is even better than than what um, Johnny Crab was able to do on on the uh, on the Jurassic Park games. Um, so if you haven't yet, if you're listening to the podcast or watching on YouTube or whatever, go back. Uh, it's the previous podcast episode. I did a uh, payphone to payphone interview with Scott Denisi, so we talked a lot about the details of this game. And some of his thought process behind the uh, the concept. One of the the more interesting things that he did on this was he made persistent inserts on the playfield. So he's he, he described to me like he wanted to make a game that would pull in some of the folks who, who haven't really connected with the P three people who enjoy traditional pinball, but for whatever reason haven't uh, made the jump to to really dig into the P three. So even from attract mode, there's going to be like the inserts on the playfield, so you know what to do. They're always there. They light up. Um, you can see in the video, the teaser video that, um, um, they look like real inserts. So they look like plastic inserts with like the, the kind of like uh, reflective elements of them, but then they do cool stuff on the screen around them. So there's animations and things that happen on the play field around it. Um, when I first saw this, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. I think as a P3 owner, when we heard Scott Denisi was working with Multimorphic, we all hoped that he was going to do a, a play field module. And this is the 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 kind of like cyberpunk. It's got the Scott Denisi music like we all love uh, from you know from TNA and Rick and Morty. Um, it's got this. So talking a little bit about the shots. Um, so you got a far left orbit. There's a le traditional left ramp uh, to the right of that. There's a spinner with a counter on it, which is pretty cool. It's got like the LED display, like Scott uses likes to use on his games. They they count things down this time. It's counting spins. Um, there's, there's a scoop to the right of that. And then there's, um, uh, stand up Denise lock kind of shot. Um, so think of TNA with the, the ball lock that goes behind the, the, the stand up target or the, the drop target. Um, and then to the right of that, there's this massive spaceship with a, a shield that goes up and down. You can uh, attack the ship and then it reveals more shots. The ship itself has a, a cannon that can stage three balls and fire them out at you. Uh, like instantly <laughs> looks pretty insane. And then there's a, a right orbit shot that apparently can serve as like a Yagov style kicker. Think of F-14's Tomcat or um, uh, what else? Uh, the Groot shot on the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or the the kicker on 
uh, the War Machine kicker on Iron Man. It can either the do that or the most famous one, the Ram on shot. Big Buck Hunter. Oh, sorry, that's everybody yeah. knows that one. Yeah, yeah, the Big Buck Jesus Ram. God. Everybody, we should just call it that. Um, uh, and there, there's like an up kicker that returns the ball to the right warrior for him. This game just looks insane, and I saw this. I was like super stoked for this. Um, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna be streaming this. Uh, if you're listening, if you're watching live or listening the, soon after this this comes out, uh, Friday, March seventeenth. Uh, eight Eastern, seven Central. I'll be down in in Texas to stream this with Scott and the team. Uh, really looking forward to this. Um, I know Nick, you said you felt like this is Matt. This platform was a good matchup for Scott Denise's uh, designs. What do you, What do you think of it now that you've seen it? Yeah, I I think it's a, it's a good matchup between Scott and the P three. That makes sense. I think of all the P three games, this would be the one that I'd be you know most excited to play. Um, I don't, I don't have the same like inclination for to P, towards P3 that you do. I, I respect it's a cool platform, but I'm, I'm really glad you have it. And I look forward to playing it. I'm looking forward to the stream. Um, I'm sure it's gonna have a banging soundtrack. I'm sure it's gonna be fun. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. I also think that Kevin, you need to, and the next like, whenever the next game is revealed, you need to be the person playing the pinball machine. You need to be like the model in there. I'm really disappointed that you want me. Oh, it's like this guy, whoever this guy yeah. is. No offense to that guy. Right. It's great, but I think Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. You're you're like the P P3 guy. You know, I'm the guy. Like you you yeah you have been championing the P3 all these years. You're OG. Uh, you're Kevin Manny of fucking Buffalo Pinball. I think you should be in the next video. Let's make it happen. Talk like to Jerry. Uh, I think uh, I think we got uh, Steven Silver in chat. He he puts all these videos together. So. I'll just, I'll just I'll just fly down to, to Texas and we'll we'll put this together real quick. But I like yeah I like that idea. <laughs> you can here I'll uh, I'll turn it up so you can hear a little bit of the music. Yeah. Heavy like people call my people so Steve. Yeah. All right, let's do this. I, I do like the hero. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good, dude! I can. I might be most excited about this game. I don't know. Like Godfather, I'm also really so. It's hard to say because there's so many good games coming out. But every time I watch that teaser video, I just get hyped for this game. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be great to. Uh, uh, I, I don't know when they're going to start shipping these, but I don't think I'm going to have it in time for League Night. Unfortunately, <laughs> it'd be yeah. great to be able to drop that on everybody. Ah, new game. This might I be will the have best. Godfather in time though. This might be the best showcase of the P3, like the theme and, and Scott. So this is this might be the the, the best thing on it. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being the best thing on it. <laughs> Tio Pinhead, this is actually exciting modern music, not like the random dubstep nonsense on the Galactic Tank Force. That's video. hilarious. Exactly. That's hilarious. I, yeah, <laughs> I was making fun of that yesterday. I think uh, I was showing Martha the video, and we were just kind of mock dancing to it. Yeah, that, that's that's how mature we are. Yeah, I mean, you you got to do a little dance to the to the music. Uh, Borgdog says I should just grab one when I'm in Texas. Let's, I think it'll fit on carry-on, right? I can just stash it in my backpack. <laughs> Real quick. I'm just going to take this one with me. Nobody will, nobody will mind. It's cool. It's all good. All right, so Final Resistance. Again, uh, tune in uh, Friday, March 17th here on at twitch.tv slash Buffalo Pinball. If you don't catch it live, it'll be on the uh, on the YouTube channel after that. You can see me and, and the team down there. And Scott's going to be there. So get to hang out with Scott. And we're going to go get hamburgers, and it's going to be a good time. So, uh, final resistance for the P3. Again, that is, uh, we didn't give the prices on that. That is for the, again, it shows that the value of the platform. If you already got the P3, it's only $3,400 to get the whole new game. 
Uh, if you need the whole machine with final resistance, it's 11, seven. Uh, but then again, like in the future, when you buy more modules, they're, they're a lot less. So, so we, that's, are you going to the, the long-term value of the P3? So are you going to, all right, final Camino? resistance. We're not done yet. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin. uh, we got Foo Fighters. They it seems like a, an eternity ago that they, they announced Foo Fighters, but here it is. Uh, Stern Kevin. announced Foo Fighters. It's a, uh, $7,000 pro. A $9,700 premium and a 13K LE. They're doing 1,000 of the LEs. Um, it's got that that sweet, sweet art by uh, Zombie Yeti. Uh, cool theme in the Foo Fighters. Um, yeah, the layout looks pretty interesting and, and unique. Um, it, it, the, the layout reminds me a lot of, a, of, a, of a, like a, a Keith Elwin game. Did you get that kind of vibe from it? Can you hear me? Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on this game? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. I, I want to know, are you, are you going to Casino El Camino for burgers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to Casino El Camino. Okay. Now I can move on with the show. Okay. okay. That's, the best place, <laughs> that's the best place to go. Okay. They, they, they represent Buffalo. Yeah, they do. Okay. So what was the question? What were your, your did you did you get like uh, Keith Elwin vibes from this game? And like, Correct. overall first yeah, impressions of Foo Fighters? Definitely Keith Elwin vibes. Um, I do not like the art at all. Um, oh no, it is very yeah. busy. I think that's why. Like, look, Zombie Yeti is an awesome artist. I like the like the. I, I, how do I? I don't know how to say this because I don't know how to critique art. It's way. T- I mean, like, look, great artist. His art functionally doesn't work in a pinball machine to me. It is just like, um, I can't even, I just see a mess of colors on there because there's just too much on there. Compare that to the Godfather where Godfather has some things that are, are, are highly detailed, but also has kind of more space in terms of that. So it breaks it up a little bit. Like everything from the back glass where I, I can't even make out what the game is on there on the back glass. Like the Foo Fighters is just gets like lost the title of it to the cabinet it's just it's just way too fucking much like it does it is functionally it stresses me out looking at it i i gotta be in the minority there because everybody seems to love the art but it it doesn't it doesn't work on a pinball machine like look at look at the backlash you can't even see that it's foo fighters it's just a mess of colors I, yeah I, so it if, if you've seen a zombie yeti game you kind of know like this definitely looks like a zombie yeti game and he he does go over the top with like color and art and I think I think for cabinets like I think that's cool I do agree that less is, less can be more on a play field like you want um, art that kind of directs you towards the shots and the things you need to be shooting and uh, I think Deadpool kind of he went the most overboard with art um, this is just uh, Deadpool esque and it reminds me so much of, I get Deadpool vibes and I you know that game left my collection. Um, Deadpool vibes a lot on it. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, look, the art at the end of the day doesn't keep me away from a good game, but um, which is too bad because I think Zombie Yeti's a fantastic artist. He's like, he's at a, like a thirteen out of ten in terms of business. He's he's just. I, I wish he dialed it back more. I I think his art would look even better if he had some space and if he opened things up and you can appreciate it. Like it's just very, it's distracting to me. And like nothing, it's hard to really appreciate or focus on anything when there's just so much crammed in there. It's like a fucking Where's Waldo thing. I I don't know. 
That's me. Look at it. I'm, I'm probably going like, to piss a lot of people off. And I think a lot of people just, I, I, I think they like to have pretty games. And, and, and you can argue that this is super pretty. I just like the, I, it needs to be functional too. The art needs to not take away from the shots and everything else, right? It's screaming. And I think it's, it's distracting from the game. And to the point where I've seen this game a lot. I've seen the stream. I've seen the pictures. I have trouble even just identifying the shots in this game when I look at it. Because the art is such a distraction. All right, how many All people right, so beyond the art, beyond the art, we got Nick's take on the art. I actually like the art. I think you know I'm a I'm a zombie Yeti fan, so I think it, the art is one of the one of the high points of this game. I do see your point though that it is it is a lot. It's a lot to take in, and if you if you have a hard time like seeing through all of that noise visually when you're playing, it can be I could see it being a challenge for sure. Um, but I like I like the look and feel of it. I think th the concept. I don't really get the concept there. So I guess like a. Foo Fighter is was like somebody who battled UFOs. That that's where their name came from, came from. So I like that it's not just a jukebox game. There's like a mission, and you're battling aliens is apparently the the go to uh, thing this month with new pinball machines because that's a that's what it that's what it, uh, a common theme. So uh, I like that. I like some of the some of the the layout elements or stuff are cool. I don't know if the upper play field will be cool. It's always hard to tell um, until you try it. Uh, it reminds me of Wizard of Oz a little bit. Um, it looks some, fun. Some it looks like Aerosmith yeah. a little bit to me. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit like that too. There, there's a main uh, like alien dude that you battle on the on the playfield, which is neat. Um, the lo the little like captive ball turnaround thing. Everybody's losing their minds over this post in the outlane that puts the ball back into play, which is just it's just like a a different kickback kind of thing. But that, that's what was funny is like. Uh, I saw a, a post in Pinball Enthusiasts is like, oh, is this legal in tournaments? Is like, how is this any different from either a virtual kickback or a, a regular kickback? It's a there's actually some skill involved here, so you gotta uh, hold the flipper up to to pop it back in. So it's gonna be legal in tournaments, everybody. It's fine. It's also not uh, a death save because you're not you're not kicking it back into play. The, the The machine is doing it, so it's it's not a death save. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think you know some some of the layout looks cool. Uh, I didn't watch the the stream. I know you watched some of it. Um, Can you even see the shots in the, that picture, Kevin? I mean, it's just like <laughs> the, 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 it's just too much, man. Nick, Nick can't find the shots. I heard it was uh, a pretty friendly game. Like it, people it didn't seem to be draining a lot. It wasn't really brutal. Did you get that impression of it too? Uh, no. I actually well, the part of the stream I watched, I was getting a little frustrated because um, until Raymond got up, people weren't playing too long. And also looks like the um, I think the code is like at point eight something. So, uh, it was really hard for me to get an impression of the game. I yes, I know you go to cities and stuff. It looks pretty straightforward, but I I, I didn't see anything that made me fall in love with the rules. I think it's really early, and I thought that this game was supposed to come out in the fall. And Venom was you know Venom. I thought it was supposed to come out last fall, so that keeps on getting pushed back, it seems, which would make sense if this is only at point eight, so it is early. Uh, but I love music games. I love the fact that there's you know 15 songs in there. I love the kind of cartoon style animations that had like a lot, a lot of kind of humor and and, and fun with it. Um, so it, it looks like it's a it looks like it's a fun game. It looks like it's a fun game. Um, you know, I'm fairly, yeah, they, I'm they, fairly they, excited they definitely for picked it. Some of the, some of Foo Fighters top hits. So here's the, the songs in the game. Everlong, Times Like These, Breakout, Learn to Fly, 
I'll stick around. This is a call, walk, holding poison on my life, the pretender, something from nothing, monkey wrench, run, my hero, and best of you. So, um, you know, I'm not like I never choose to listen to the Foo Fighters, but I know almost all of these songs because they're just like unavoidable uh, for the most part. So if you've been around music for the past 20 years, you've you've heard most of these songs. So I think from that uh, from that side, it's it's a good pick. They have they have a lot of songs folks are gonna recognize. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Do you we did I see we're getting one of these for a location nearby? Uh, that's correct. We're going to be getting one from Masuda Chow, so uh, whenever they start shipping, we should have one. That's the thing that kind of surprised me is like, so Stern is usually known as the the company that like announces games and then they're out and shipped. But this time, JJP announced and they were like, like the next day they were already on location and that's how Carl was able to go down and, and stream it so fast. They they didn't mess around. They had these games ready to go off the line. Uh, Stern, we're still kind of waiting to see these games hit location, so um it's just a like the kind of the inverse of what has historically happened from these two companies yeah the, i mean stern is pretty much on track right they, they'll show the reveal and then a couple weeks later it comes out but yeah i was impressed with jersey jack doing the reveal of the game and then like a day later that people have them and they're playing them like so uh they definitely learned their lesson from from the past so listen i um I, like I said, I'm I'm I I'm gonna get either Godfather or Foo Fighters, and uh, I have some time to decide and, and play them both. So maybe, maybe the best game win, and maybe one day I own both. Who knows? Uh, but one of them I, I shall own, hopefully in the next few months. Yeah. So of those games, obviously I'm I'm grabbing Godfather. That's on the way. Final Resistance, and you know maybe a maybe a Galactic Tank Force. But there's a lot of questions that need to be answered on that one. Uh, to, to see if I want to sell a game to, to make room for something like that. I, One thing for certain, Kevin, none of us are getting a Scooby-Poo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. You know, we had a whole, like, we were, like, keeping tabs on all the Scooby-Doo woes that, that were going on, and I didn't do a very good job of documenting them, but I don't know if you want to touch on any of them. We can, my favorite one was the uh, the shooter mech that they re-screwed in, like, six times to uh get it right and then the person took it off because it wasn't working right and sound, found all the extra holes in the bottom of the play field what, what, what did you think when you saw that i saw i thought that that's spooky that's spooky quality <laughs> man why would you buy these games i remember my i have a couple favorites my favorite was like the first game on location somebody drove two hours to play it and when they got there it was just a picture like they took a picture and the game was like down it said an out, out of order on it i'm like that sounds about right, right? I mean, that that sounds exactly right. Broken out of the box, not working. My second runner-up to that is uh, the classic problem that was in Halloween, uh, where Carl, during his stream, was playing two players. Uh, Carl went, and the player <laughs> yeah. Carl was player two. Player one had under a million, okay? Carl went, Carl drained. Then when player one stepped up, Suddenly, their score magically went to seven million because it awarded Carl's bonus to player one score. Like, what the fuck? This is this is a joke. There's the mechanical problems. Uh, there's software problems. There's the annoying looping music, which the loop on that is shorter than Big Buck Hunter pinball loop. Uh, and and the reports are the game's too easy and not fun. So, uh, you know, typical spooky, which we say this all the time. We just start rolling. I go into the thread and I don't trust me. I don't post there or anything. I just look at the uh, d like the slow motion train wreck. 
and you can see all the people getting upset about their game not working right out of the box and the frustration. So they don't change, guys. They don't. This is a company that doesn't give a shit. They don't change. We even talked about the soldering job. Remember? Well, you can talk about that one. Oh Kevin. my god, remember that? <laughs> oh, I wish god. I had a picture of that. It was on the. Uh, you talk about it. I'll see if I can find the photo. Yeah. So. I, all I remember is like the the soldering looked like I soldered the game. Okay, like <laughs> it, it's the, that is my quality. If you said Nick, go to town, like I could I could I could solder it, but it you know nobody would hire me. Nobody would send it, ship a pinball machine out that way. They allegedly have quality control, and yet that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, I like I like pictures of that right by the the uh, the sticker that says inspected by bug or whatever. I was like, did you really? Did you really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you did. I don't think so. But it was, uh, it was the this the switches in the coin door, uh, yeah, they were just like barely connected with solder. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah, Chrome Candy Pinball, which is Ben Crane, who we who we love and adore, says, uh, you know, some we we say it's the same every time. They sell most of the games before they show anything, and people always fall for it. Yeah, they they do. I think less people are falling for it. I mean, they've they're they're each release they burn more customers. Um, so you know you're now competing against all these other games coming out. You can't, they're insane that they think they can keep this up. They're insane because that doesn't uh, lead to longevity as a business. And they would have got away with it too. If it wasn't for those meddling kids, I think we're the meddling kids in this, in this state instance. So <laughs> just oh, not letting them get away with it. Affectionately referred to it as Scooby poo. <laughs> not, not, not my most creative thing, but it's, uh, you know, it, yeah, it, you know, it, it didn't stop at the dongs on the play field, everybody. I can't find the coin door picture, so you're going to have to look it up yourselves at home. Sorry, sorry, sorry everybody. <clears throat> All right, so those are your Scooby Woes. One other update from the last... Uh, oh, did I did I have it here? Oh, I don't think I... Oh, it's here, I can pull it up. <laughs> one, one sec. We were talking cheater ramps last month, and uh, we got great feedback on the cheater ramp segment, I got to say. Uh, so much to the, to the point that people started, uh, sending us more cheater ramps, which this one really took the cake. This was, uh, on Rick and Morty. Somebody decided for some reason to put a ramp where the Jerry target is and basically just change the entire game. <clears throat> so it basically lets you cheat to get a shot up to the, to the garage. Oh my God. <laughs> They had to like, drill into the play field to make that monstrosity. Looks terrible, by the I way. I don't know. It, it, it looks, looks like it attaches like these posts and stuff, so maybe not. But but even still, this is like you are really cheating. You're you know, cheating. Let's, let's watch some of the the video for the folks at home. Get out of here, cheaters! Cheaters! Look at so. Uh, let's see, let's see if he hits it here. Oh, look at! Oh, no, get it! Can't even hit it. Can we just? God damn it! What the hell is that shit? Did he do it at the beginning? Yeah. He didn't even hit it in that video. He didn't even hit it. Can't even cheat properly. Oh, there it goes. Oh, no, that was the the orbit. (laughs) What is this nonsense? Yeah, I don't understand. Dude, Kevin, just stop. I can't can't deal with this shit. (laughs) so bad. Anyways, don't do this to your game. Yeah. Everybody, you're cheating. You could do it totally to your games, but you're absolutely cheating and uh, no respect for that. Oh, Ben says it's cool. No, Ben, you're wrong. Wrong. The fuck out of here, Ben. You went you went from you went from being like you went from up here to down here really quick, Ben. Get out here with this cheating crap. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, damn it. Maybe, that breaks, my, Spooky, that breaks maybe, my heart. Maybe if Spooky had assembled those games properly, people wouldn't have to do these things to be able to, to shoot the shots that they needed to do. You know what I mean? Spooky, you're really doing it. We love you. When, when do we get to come on and, and stream your games? It's going to be great. All right. Is that all the... I think that's all the uh, the new gamer... Oh, no. We didn't we didn't uh, talk about these piles of trash. Um, for some reason, uh, Homepin is resuming production of Spinal Tap. So that's a thing if you want. This uh, thing for almost $10,000, you could get one of these terrible machines. Don't do that. This this game's dead in the water. <laughs> even if you're even if you're like the the world's biggest Spinal Tap fan, just don't, just don't buy this. Um, and the other one is is Queen, and we finally saw some gameplay of Queen, which, um, yeah, it's a pinball machine. Uh, the plunge plunges into a post for some reason. That was my favorite part of watching the gameplay. Uh, you know, you you launch the ball and it goes right into a post that does nothing. Uh, but they're starting to come to the U.S. Coin Taker has some. Uh, the most interesting part about this game, I was talking with David Thiel, and he did the sound on this, so I'll play it just to hear the David Thiel music at some point. I think they said they're going to have one of these at Pinbury, so maybe we'll get to check it out there. So, um, I just think Queen and and uh, the uh, Spinal Tap game, people have already forgotten about these games. Uh, but yeah, great, great band, great uh, music designer sound designer on this game and uh unfortunate timing and unfortunate manufacturer because i don't have much confidence in the the build of a a pinball brothers game either based on what we've seen from alien so uh, there you go those are your those are all your your pinball game updates uh there you go any um, thoughts on either just, one of those nick yeah i just it breaks my heart that david thiel's talent is going into a game like queen that most people have no interest in the game's probably not that good I uh, God, I really wish he was over at Stern or Jersey Jack. I really like Jersey Jack needs him way more than Stern because Stern's doing a great job with their music, no matter who and sound, no matter who's on it. But love David Thiel. He is a he's a fucking legend, dude. And uh, uh, God, I want to get him off these kind of like second tier games. Yeah, we need him. We need him working with the big boys. That's for sure. All right, you want to do some game room updates? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so my game room update is uh, my my Matahari is almost complete. So uh, it's been my project over the past couple months. I bought, if you remember, I bought it at an auction. Uh, my buddy Matt helped me uh, get it up and doing something because when I turned it on, it basically did nothing because the the um, the MPU board was totally fried from uh, acid damage and things like that. Um, so we got some new boards in there. I had to repin basically every connector on the game. Uh, but now it is like 90% done. I've got a few, I think there's a few pins that I didn't quite get right. So I've got to track down where there, I have a, a list of things that, uh, I'm going to be like, Matt, this thing is not working. Which pin do I need to fix? And he's going to look at the schematics and say this one, and <laughs> I'm going to go in there and, and replace it. And then it's going to work. Cause we've done that like twice already. Um, and then, yeah, so, uh, I got, I ended up putting two new boards in there. MPU and the solenoid driver board are new. The uh, the light board in it was still good, thankfully. So I was able to to salvage that one. And then uh, we, we will have a bro show on Matahari, and it will be legendary. Not quite as legendary as as Hollywood Heat was, but it, it'll be good. Um, what else was it? That's I haven't done much. I mean, I got two new games on the way, so that's uh, pending gamer updates with with Final Resistance and Godfather. So um, some things some things happening. Things, things coming around. So, Nick, what's been going on in your game room? 
Yeah, can you uh, find the Stumbler mod, the sign for Godzilla, and, and show that? Well, and I'll, I'll start talking about the other things. So I did a game room tour for 2023 that was posted uh, maybe two weeks ago. You can find it on our YouTube channel. Uh, I like to do these every couple of years, and there's been a lot of changes in my game room. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy. I spent a lot more time. I kind of went with Kevin's approach where I think he did a really good job in the, in the last one he did and, and really talked about the game. So that was my approach this time. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's there to inspire, to satisfy any curiosities in, in terms of what my game room is like. Somebody asked me what the size of my game room is. I, I don't know. I got to measure it. Unfortunately, I don't know offhand, but so there's that, uh, uh, as uh, not a game room update per se, but our, our business, we delivered a pinball machine to a new location, which is town ballroom in Buffalo, New York town ballroom is the best venue in Buffalo to watch live music. They get. Um, I, I love the way the venue's set up. Uh, I love the uh, uh, variety and quality of music acts that come in there. So Kevin and I will have to go to a show at some time. I don't think Snarky Pub is going to work out, Kev, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to go down there. And Monsters is there now. Maybe more to come. We'll see. It really depends on how the game does, but super happy to have one there. So thanks, Donnie, for that. Donnie's in chat. And uh, Donnie hooked me up with something really cool, Kevin. You haven't seen it yet. Um, uh oh It's a, a tour poster from 2012. From uh, none other than, and it's signed, none other than Collective Soul. So uh, that's going to go up in there. Oh, that's my gonna, God. Yeah. You must have been glowing when he gave you that, made, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, made my fucking day. So maybe that <laughs> day. Who am I kidding? Made my month. Uh, so that's cool. That's that was fun. Uh, yeah, and what else? I think that's it for for Game Room. I don't know if you found the, um, if you found the mod or not. Oh, yeah, I did. I can show it. Yeah, um, let's, let's show this. So yeah. this is this is an awesome mod. Shout out to a lot of people saw this. I did. Uh, I I posted on our our social media. It's in the gamer video. Uh, this pic doesn't do it justice, but I absolutely love this mod for Godzilla from Stumbler. Uh, so cool, and just the lighting effects on that uh, that Tokyo sign on the scoop. He's also got that um, um, that UFO as well. So wanted to, wanted to give a shout out. Stumbler hooked hooked me up with that mod. Very kind of him. Love it. Looks great. I'm uh, really happy to have it. So, all right. Yeah, I think that's uh, cool. I think that's it. We got uh, some Q and A, right, Kev? We do. So, uh, we've had some questions. We can do more questions in chat, but uh, there's there's two that I got in advance that we'll we'll do. Uh, one from Sergeant Ski, 1978, in Discord. He says, "Is releasing five games in the span of one month good or bad for the hobby? What do you think?" You go first, Kev. Um. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. Um. I think it's, I mean, I think it's great that we have all these new pinball machines coming out. It obviously shows there is demand in the market. There's a lot of competition. It's not like the 2000s when you had Stern releasing one semi-jank game every year. Uh, I love that there's creativity. You've got you got um, people like uh, Dennis Norman putting, uh, the. you know, you can tell this is like his passion project, right? Like this, he loves this stuff. He's able to kind of do what he wants to do and put it out there original theme um putting them all out at the same time i think is a terrible idea um they're all fighting for that you know there's only so many people in this hobby uh locations tend to buy sterns maybe some jjps you know uh if they're really eclectic maybe they'll buy a cgc or a, an american pinball game but i think it is good for the secondary market i was speaking of ben we were hanging out last night i went out there to play pinball with those guys and we were talking about it like if you want to buy a used game, buy a used game now because everybody's selling stuff to try to get these new games. So it does help 
drive the price down a little bit on the secondary market, which which is good. But I think you know eventually people are just gonna run out of room and run out of uh of money to buy these new games. So and and, and everybody fighting for it all at the same time, I think is bad. There's no reason they need to all be like bunched in to try to get it out for TPF or or Expo or something like that. Just release your game when you're ready. Give yourself some breathing room to to get some your own hype. Because you know we've talked about it over the course of you know five years we've been doing this podcast five more than that um there's only so much pinball news every year if you release your game in a month where no other month where no other pinball machine is is announced we're going to give you like a huge chunk of time on this podcast and think about that through all the other podcasts and all the other streams and all the other websites you're gonna get so much more attention if you're not bunched in with all this other news so um that's my take on it yeah i think it's good for the consumer, I think, first of all, I mean, it's an amazing time in pinball that we got five machines coming out right now. And maybe there's some more coming out. Well, we know Stern's going to release another one in uh, the fall. So what an amazing time for pinball. I think it's good for the consumer. You know, I love the fact that as, as I, I, I'm going to purchase a machine, I can look at all five games and then make a decision, maybe the best one win and get into my collection. When you stagger it out and you're like, oh, this game's Godfather comes out now, but I won't be able to see what maybe Foo Fighters looks like until three or four months. I really wish I can compare the two and decide, you know, that's that's a detriment to the consumer. So it's great for the consumer. I think it's bad for these companies, uh, especially ones with like American Pinball. Um, I wouldn't want to be American Pinball trying to compete with the Godfather and Foo Fighters and even, even Scooby-Doo based on the theme, right? I think it's I think that's tough. You know, these these other companies, these second-tier companies, this is where they're going to get hurt the most, right? Trying to go toe to toe with with Stern and Jersey Jack Pinball. So, overall, overall, really good. Overall, the pinball is really healthy, really good for us consumers. Uh, definitely going to be challenging for the second tier uh, pinball manufacturers. All right, we got we got a question from Jay Fairbrother in chat who, who popped in after he saw my Instagram post today. He says, "Is that picture on the VP Instagram really what Galactic Tank Force looks like?" <laughs> Yes, yes, Jay. That's that's what it looks like. They're not messing around. This is what it looks like. It looks like a tank. We don't know why. We don't know who didn't tell him no. Uh, but yes, they put all that time and effort into making the pinball machine look like a tank when it's folded down, which is almost never. Yep. That's, there you go. Yep. Uh, all right, let's get some some questions from chat. So I know um, Jericho five 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 Jericho says, Nick, what's the next game? to go in the game room for a pin. What, what What's your next pin going to be? Well, we've talked a little bit about that, right? Yeah, so um, it was going to be Foo Fighters. Then I saw and watched Carl's Godfather stream, and now I'm I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm, I'm leaning towards Godfather a little bit. See, Godfather is is way more challenging to get in my basement. I think I'm going to take the head off. It's more heavy, so it's a pain in the ass. Um, but I don't know. Well, time will tell. It's going to be one of the two. We got some we got some good feedback in chat from your uh, for your game room tour, so everybody check that out on YouTube if you haven't yet. Uh, will the Final Resistance speaker system be as good as TNA? That's a question for for Scott, but uh, I can speak to that. I think that the sound system in the P3 is really good. It's the one machine when when people ask that question of Scott, I feel like they're talking about the base capability of a pinball machine, and the the base in the stock P3 is really good. Um, so much so that I had to put anti-rattle glass on my game once Scott's music got into the uh, the rocks game. It it, it shakes. You 
it's the only game in my uh, game room that I have not attached a subwoofer to. So there's, although I might once I get final resistance just to put it over the top. Um, it's got a really good bass. I think the the back box speakers could probably uh, use an upgrade so you hear get more of the highs. And you know maybe I'll ask Scott what I should put in there. But um, that that's at least I've got the original uh, like first gen P3. Maybe the, the new machine might have different speakers in it. I'm not sure. Um, but I did also. Oh, that was one other thing I did this month. Game room update wise is I put new speakers in my my Godzilla. I got the kicker speakers off of Amazon that everybody likes. Um, and yeah, like you said, it was a, a dramatic increase in the the audio fidelity versus the garbage speakers that Stern puts in their games. Um, it uh, I the one thing I really noticed was like after you finish a ball and the fire is on the screen, you can hear the fire crackling really really nicely. It's really good for sure. So um, uh, it's worth mentioning again. If if you've got a stern, all right, when the more you know with the spike two system, take out those five dollar piece of shit speakers, and at the minimum get get the uh, kickers. Um, they're called kickers. You can find the, there's a nice thread on Pinside about DIY and throw those in there. It's like seventy bucks, best upgrade you're gonna do, uh, because there's literally sounds in that game that those speakers are not reproducing. I and mean, when you put those kickers in, you're gonna you're gonna instantly be amazed. And Kevin, you did you turn off the um, Whatever, I'm not sure what it's called, like the filter settings or whatever they have yeah. on there. Yeah, you got to just turn it off. Don't don't have it doing whatever filtration it's doing, and uh, your game's going to sound instantly better. Yeah, I had already turned that off because when I bought the – I got the Boom Boom speaker for the cabinet from Pinball Life, and as part of the install process, they tell you to turn that off. So, but but I, I had that discussion with you, and I was like, oh, let me make sure that's off. And then I turned it on to hear the difference, and it, it sounds like trash when it's on. Like, I don't know what they're doing, yeah. too, but definitely turn that off. And maybe, and, and even with this, it's weird too, Kev, because I was going to say, well, maybe with the Stern stock speakers as a, uh, a tweeter, maybe that's why they have to use it. But even with the stock speakers from Stern, it sounds better if it turned off. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Just turn it off. That's my recommendation to everybody, no matter, no matter if you have stock or an upgraded. Arcade Hunters wants to say, which speaker kit do you think I should get in preparation of my uh, Foo Fighters Premium? I mean, if you want a plug-and-play kit, the Pinwoofer is a good way to go. Yeah. If dude. you want to DIY it, um, there's kicker speakers on um, Amazon. I don't have the box with me. Um, but if you uh, – Arcade Hunter, send me a PM, and I can send you a link to uh, – on uh, hit me up on, on Twitter, and I can send you a link to the Amazon uh, posting if you want to DIY. And then I just did the Boom Boom 3000 from Pinball Life in the cabinet so it doesn't rattle and sound like trash. Um, but if you want a, an overall – uh, speaker up here with a with an amp and everything. I uh, like the 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 flipper or the uh, pinwoofer kits are nice. Yeah, I second that. Um, if I do get Foo Fighters, I will 100% get the uh, pinwoofer kit. So I I don't see music pins pinwoofer kit all the way. You know, if I let let's say I had Bond, which I would never buy that game. That game is just a, a dumpster fire right now. Um, I I would probably put the kickers in. Right, I wouldn't go the full you know, pinwoofer, $400 kit, et cetera. But for music pins, a hundred percent, my rush sounds amazing with, uh, the pinwoofer kit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see Nolan Bozo zone. Is there a point to upgrading speakers in older WPC games like getaway? So I actually, I did that on my Adams. I put, uh, better speakers in it. I think they're, they're either pioneers or Kenwoods or something like that. And there's, there's almost no difference. There's the audio fidelity in those nineties games is so low that, it's not even worth it. I wouldn't even bother. If I had to do it again, I would not bother on on, on a game unless the, the speaker is like 
wrecked because these games are get are old. So if the, if the speaker's like ripped or torn or just like worn out, then yeah, it's worth it. But if you have good working speakers in your game, I don't think it's worth it for the for the nineties games. So Scott's talking about of the course, Kenwoods. Uh, Scott says it's worth it. So listen to Scott. Don't listen to me. Scott's talking <laughs> he, about he knows the, a lot more about uh, sound than I do. He's talking about the Kenwoods. Uh, and Stern does put Kenwoods in the LEs. I, I would I, before anybody. You don't have to listen to us or, or Scott before anybody does a um makes a decision on that. If you want to go down the DIY route and not like a plug and play, like not a flipper fidelity, not a pin woofer. I would. There's a really good thread. It's like DIY sound or something on. Uh, pin side and people have you know tested things out like they, they've really put everything head to head between um kenwoods kickers uh jbls like really really good thread um i think the kenwoods that come stock in the stern alleys generally aren't regarded as very good maybe there's some other kenwoods that sound better um that would be a good match obviously there's different you know tiers of uh speakers but definitely my recommendation is look check Check out that thread. I think it'll be very. Oh, I sneak attack for uh, uh, Topper Talk. I just realized I never loaded the new Topper Talk, so we're gonna have to load that up real quick. <laughs> All right, why don't you answer some questions and I'll I'll get that set up. Uh, see if we have any more. Uh, Bad Girls or Miami Vice was a question. Uh, Bad Girls is better than Hollywood Heat for sure. Um, but the sound in uh, well, both sound in both games. Gottlieb sound of that era from like mid to late 80s when they had those um photo back glasses my god did they did they crush the sound they they fucking crushed it it was like whoever's doing was like the scott denisi of the 80s <laughs> they they are really good like the the gottlieb music dude i love it yeah so good um um somebody asked about changing the ohms when you change the speakers i i didn't find the need to change any of the ohms even though the speakers are four four ohms, I just kept it at eight. Uh, and I and believe me, I've played around with it a lot. It doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem necessary to change it. I'll put it that way. Um, I couldn't I couldn't find I couldn't find a good reason to change it. And I, I had a conversation with Pinwolfer around it too, and and I think even the DIY thread, um, I couldn't find a, a compelling reason. Scott's saying change it to four ohms, so um, he's got a reason. Scott, you should. Uh, I would love for you to. I haven't been to that thread for a while, probably for eight months. So I would love to see you get engaged in that thread and and see your perspective, especially in the forum. So I'll be looking for that. It sounds like you're going to head over there at some point. Uh, top three sterns. If I had to choose, right? This is really. This is just free form. Top top three sterns. If I had to choose right now, go. Um, what are my top three? I mean, I still love Led Zeppelin. I'm weird. Uh, I love Rush. And uh, probably Godzilla. Mando falls in there somewhere, too. I love Mando. I don't know. Oof. I would probably go, well, the two I own, Tron and Godzilla. And, oh, man, what would the third be? Uh, Walking Dead, maybe? I don't know. Ooh, it's so hard. Should, There's so you many. You should have bought my Walking Dead, Kev, if you like it that much. No, I don't but you necessarily want one, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't miss it. Uh, like That's not a knock on it, but like yeah. I, don't, I don't miss it. I don't know. Yeah. I had my time. Exactly. It's all good. Should I just call Kevin's payphone really quick? Yeah, c- call me up and we'll, we'll have a chat, p- post uh, stream chat. How about that, Scott? <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody brought up Big Buck Hunter. Big Buck Hunter has a special place in my heart, which I everyone knows that. There, you, people are tired of hearing me say that, I'm sure. 
Um, most under maybe <laughs> maybe the most underrated Stern though in existence would be my uh that'd be my vote. Awesome. Uh, all right, Kevin, are we, we good? Got anything else? We're good. We, yeah, we, let's go we, to. Topper Talk is loaded up. Uh, before we do that, why don't we uh, give you a shout out? If you have not yet, and this came up the other day, if you're looking for Buffalo pinball shirts, uh, swag, we've got stickers, mugs, and shirts up there right now. Uh, streamlabs.com slash Buffalo pinball slash merch will get you there. Um, you can get the skull shirt or the Brody even pinball shirt. Uh, same, you get a Buffalo pinball logo mug. You've got a bro mug. You've got um, stickers as well. So, um, oh, I do have the mug here. I can show you. I've got I've got a To Pinheads mug. I can't remember if I showed this off last month, but uh, they're, they're really sweet. They do a good job. Um, and next time I see To Pinhead in person, uh, he's gonna get this one because he won the the trivia contest on the the anniversary bro show. So, you can drink your your coffee in style with a Buffalo Pinball mug. Uh, again, Buffalo pinball or, uh, streamlabs.com slash Buffalo pinball slash merch for that. Um, get yourself a, f- a fresh new Buffalo pinball shirt before TPF or pin brew. And you can be representing when you go, um, you can follow us on the, all the social media channels. If you haven't yet, we're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube for archives of old shows, Facebook group. If you want to chat with us and discord, uh, we can have conversations about, uh, Jay Fairbrother in real time on discord. Uh, email us talkpinball at gmail.com if you got questions, feedback. Uh, if you just want to tell Nick Lane that he's very handsome, you can do it there. Uh, you can, if you want to support the channel, if you love what we do and you want to give us give back a little bit, um, subscribe to us on Twitch. If you got Amazon Prime, you get a Twitch sub at no extra charge. You can drop that for us every month. Uh, bits, tips, all that is appreciated. Uh, PayPal, uh, buffalopinball at gmail.com if you want to send a little cash that way, always appreciated. And uh, drop a review. Um, hey. You know, I haven't checked if we got any good uh, reviews lately, but Kev, uh, can you tell people what not to do? Like uh, you sent me a thing uh, like uh, a few days ago, somebody trying to join our Facebook group. Oh, can, can we can we have <laughs> yeah. a can we um, have this is I like to you know, it's not just about pinball. It's about learning and growing as a person and, and life lessons. And look, we're all trying to be better people. And, and I think maybe uh, this could be a this could be a teachable moment for some people. Yeah, so if you want to become a member of our uh, of our community, our, especially our our, um, our Facebook community, um, don't make the first comment uh, uh, something along the lines of "I'm gonna f- I'm gonna find the quote." Any- yeah, I sent it to you in a in a in a, uh, a message on on Facebook. It was it was something along the lines of "Why haven't you talked about all these new games that have come out? You, you're talking about uh, you did a, you did an interview on the on the payphone." And you you streamed Hollywood Heat and that's it. Where's the where's the latest show? And uh, it was just like you're gonna come in and critique us. I'm not gonna let you in. That guy did not make it into the Buffalo Pinball Group. I'm sorry. Okay, so here here's the exact here quote. So this guy wants to join our our Facebook group. He With comes out just being a total dick. Did you not see the new release from Stern? Your channel hasn't mentioned it. JGP also a new release. Uh, you didn't write that out. Right? Hmm. Let's stream Hollywood Heat and Multimorphic. No, no punctuation. Like big surprise. Okay, Jason Anderson, you can go fuck yourself and not come in. <laughs> Let me explain how this works. Do you understand that we do a thing called the Bro Show? Okay. When we did Hollywood Heat, we didn't have access to Godfather. Do you know why? Because it's not out yet, bruh. Okay, so we can't stream a game that doesn't exist. Foo Fighters, you want us to stream Foo Fighters? Can't stream a game that is not out to purchase yet and doesn't exist. 
for us to play. So, Kevin and I, this is going to blow your fucking mind. We cannot, we're not time travelers, and we can't go and get a game from the future or stream in the future. We just cannot do that. So, I'm sorry we're not living up to your standards, but uh, thanks for trying to join. Bye-bye. We also, uh, we have full-time careers. Uh, we don't spend our days talking about pinball. So, we don't always, you know, when a new game comes out, we, we kind of package it all together, and we present this all to you in, at once. In our brochure, our brother even talked pinball, our podcast. Like if if you follow the the channel, you know this is how we do it. So uh, we we decided let's wait, let's put it all together, give you a nice package, give us all your impressions all together all at once in in the monthly podcast that we do, and we did it. Here we are again. So we hope you enjoy the show, and uh, you will not be commenting on our Facebook page. Sorry. Uh, hit like and subscribe, and uh, <laughs> consider subscribing to Twitch. Uh, yeah. It helps, our, man. Our, our subscribers are down for some reason, so let's get that boosted. I, I think we're flying. I'm flying to Texas to stream for y'all. Yeah. Let's, let's I think we've been support. bringing the heat, Kevin. I think we've yeah. been crushed. I think we've been doing some of our best work too in the last, uh, I don't know, six months. We've we've kind of we've we've done less bro shows, but we've done better bro shows. And uh, I think we've 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 kind of realized that look, we've been really busy. So rather than not feel compelled to do like a bro show every week, let's make sure we do one when me and you are always there and the bros are there as well, right? And just be really intentional and, and have the, the best show we can. Um, so hopefully that's ref- hopefully you guys are noticing that. I'm, I'm seeing comments, like not pr- trying to prompt for, for praise or comments. i am definitely been seeing it. So I know we're on the right track. And I really appreciate uh, all the support that we do get from you guys. So thank you. Yes, and Tuna is back. Tuna streamed for the first time last night in like two years. So you, you get Tuna back. What more do you people want? You know? <laughs> All right. Before we go anywhere, though, the, 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 the thing everybody tuned in for, Topper Talk with Goran, episode 18, coming right at you. He's going to be talking about, I think, that Godfather Topper. Let's find out together on Topper Talk. Thanks, and we will see you next time. Lots more streams coming up. Uh, don't forget, Friday, I'll be down in Texas streaming Final Resistance with Scott Denisi and the Multimorphic crew. Bye! It's Topper Talk with Goran right now. Let's all have some fun. This is about plastic on top of your pin. Go and buy one now. There's a topper here and a topper there. Here a topper, there a topper, everywhere a topper. It's critical to the gameplay experience. You must buy one now. It's your monthly fill of toppers right now. Topper Talk with Gorin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Topper Talk with Gorin, the part of the podcast where Kevin and Nick give me about three to five minutes to talk about everything happening in the very active and profitable Topper community. Today, we're going to talk about the brand new Topper that comes with Jersey Jack Pinball's Godfather Collector's Edition pinball machine. So let's head into the office and talk about that now. Okay, so here we are in the office, so let's dive right into the topper. So on the screen, I have a photo of the collector's edition of The Godfather by Jersey Jack Pinball. The collector's edition retails for $15,000 and is limited to 1,000 units. Um, The only other edition of the game is limited edition that costs $12,000 and is limited to 5,000 units. Now, the topper, as far as we know, is exclusive uh, to the collector's edition and will not be offered for sale separately. So at first glance, um, it seems that the topper uh, is cohesive with the collector's edition art package. The barrels uh, on the side of the topper really allow for one 
cohesive flowing piece of art to the top, it looks like one cabinet to an extent. Let's zoom in more um, so we can get a, a further breakdown of what this topper is. So we have two mobsters hiding behind barrels. We got a ca classic car straight out of the Godfather, sculpted onto the topper and a cityscape silhouette in the background. Um, it's really nice looking, all these custom sculpts and custom lighting. It's very interesting to look at. It's uh, not mirroring something that we already see on the machine and you can truly tell was designed custom for this artwork. Um, now, the topper is interactive with the game from a lighting standpoint, but also a mechanical standpoint. The mobsters during different uh, gameplay events will, will move as if they're uh, shooting their guns. And the cool thing is the topper has not only one, but two knockers that can, I believe, fire... Uh, 10 times per second to simulate gunfire, which is a really cool concept because, yes, with the Guns N' Roses Collector's Edition topper by Jersey Jack Pinball, that had a sound bar built in. So, yes, there was sound coming from the topper, but um, there's an intentional mechanical sound coming from the topper that builds uh, onto the overall gameplay experience and environment, which is really neat. Um, there's a very brief video of the topper from the release trailer that we can see right here. It's very short. So we could see the overall movement there of the mobsters as well as that knocker really quickly firing, um, as well as something that I think is really cool that's already programmed into the game is with that gunfire, you also have strobing as well. Um, I think it's, from what I've seen, very well integrated into the game. Um, you know, you're getting a few other cosmetic pieces on the collector's edition besides just the topper. So um, I feel that for a $3,000 price difference, I and mean, looking at, you know, the $2,000 add-on toppers that we're getting now from Stern, um, I think that out of all the other collector's editions, this is a very compelling um, add-on or, or jump between the LE and the CE. I'm looking forward to seeing this topper in person and playing the game overall. I'm very excited for it. Um, so that's what I got to say about this topper. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Topper Talk with Gorin. Tune into the next podcast for another episode. And as always, get out there, buy a topper. Thank you for coming to my Topper Talk. Mm -hmm.